0: Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. I'm here today with Marina, and uh, we were going to be talking about uh, some of the New Year's resolutions that we might have in mind for uh, some of our photo projects, and then I guess some of the other stuff that we're doing outside of that. How are you doing today, Marina?
1: Hey, Billy. I'm doing really well. Thanks.
0: Thanks for doing another podcast with me.
1: I'm um, glad happy that we're,
0: we're doing more of the first one of the new year of 2016, which is so strange.
1: Yeah, 2016 already. 2015 sure went back quick.
0: Yeah, it did go back quick. And uh, I was thinking like, um, I was trying to think of the photos I was taking a year ago, like at the very beginning of 2015, was sort of what I was starting to do, what I was doing and how that's kind of progressed throughout the year. And 2015 was when I started using the Nikon F4 and the uh, the film scanner over here too. And I was thinking about sort of what happened throughout the last year and and how much, or like what photos we made and and what kind of stuff we were working on then and what we're we're doing now. Do you remember what you were doing last year?
1: I think that uh, since you were starting with that new film camera, I was starting with your old film camera. Yeah. And uh, doing more with that, which has been really cool. That's a great camera. It's really easy to get nice photos with that camera. I really
0: like that one. That's the N80
1: Yeah, that's right, That
0: used to be my cousin Lauren's camera that he bought back in, like, 2005, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Over a decade ago.
0: Yeah, but it's cool. Yeah, I got that battery grip for it back in 2014, and I shot with that for most of the the better half of 2014. And I really liked the photos that I was getting from it. I thought it was really cool. The way that it metered uh, light was a lot better. And then it was just... um, it was just like the the front and back knobs on the camera for, for like shutter speed and ISO. I thought that was just really nice and easy.
1: Yeah, is it more complicated on your uh, on your uh, new film camera?
0: Well, yeah, on the F four, it it was that older model where where the ISO ring was on the lens oh, itself. That's right. it was hardware on the lens. Um, but I liked that the the, the N eighty just matches the digital cameras' metering system. Yeah. That's but it's nice. really simple. There's really not much going on. There's only like the three focus points, but it was fine. They're just pretty yeah, comfortable. It works pretty easy, easy. and it's them. so light.
1: It is really light compared to the <laughs> f4. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. It's camera. so tiny.
0: Yeah, it's like a little little fun miniature camera. Uh, but I liked it a lot because yeah, it was easy. It was pretty pretty emptied out of you know different complicated things. But the, the f4 is a little bit more complicated and it's pretty heavy sometimes. Um, but yeah, I got that a year ago. I got that for Christmas, uh, back in two thousand two thousand fourteen 2014 Christmas for the year of 2015 with, uh, with yeah, the this, uh, film scanner. And that's what like I primarily used over the last year. I'm looking up at the photo board of all the pictures and these are all from, I think of, uh, of like 2015 or, you know, like just new stuff, which is cool. Yeah. So there's like a lot of, a lot of cool photos that we made this year and, uh, they were all, I think, almost all on film because I really stopped using the D2H um, and or for anything interesting or that I was like really trying to work on. And I think it was all through the F4 during the last year. Wow. Yeah. So I was, I was thinking about that.
1: Yeah, I think that uh, it's similar for me too. I uh, I definitely was still using my D7000 uh, through this last year, but I yeah. was using that film camera more yeah a majority of the pictures that i've that i've used through this last year from that film camera
0: yeah i thought that that was cool it was uh it was a good year for for shooting with film stuff and i think we got a lot of cool photos it's a lot of my favorite photos uh that i think i have in my collection yeah
1: Um, i think you got some really nice ones this year
0: yeah it was cool kind of learning how to or learning more about film stuff and um really getting into like or well, see that's the thing is I really haven't got into like film stock yet. We got into it a little more where we were buying more Ektar and we were buying more um, like portrait and other stuff out there. But those are like really like the the basic or like the entry level yeah. kind of professional things to go out there and get. And this year we should try and do some other cool stuff too. But
1: I'd like to. Yeah, I want to check out some uh, some other interesting films.
0: Yeah, I think there's uh, like the Velvia. Yeah, and
1: that's one of them.
0: Shoot, what is, yeah, it's like a Fuji Chrome one that, uh, that's out there. But there's a lot of them that we should try and check out. I think it'd be kind of cool. The thing that I noticed, though, really, is that, at least for the cost of it, it, it's not worth it for me. And I know that it probably goes in the face of like a lot of people that would say they want to be professionals of photography and that they want to avoid the cost of expensive film stock. But I think... If it's good enough, like, or at least for Ektar, I really like Ektar. There's a there's like a Fuji film, uh, a professional Fuji film, um, like film stock that we got for a while that was that looked pretty good. But if it's if it's just able to render the colors well, if it's able to like bring out the right colors and the right contrast, yeah, um, I think it works really well. And I know there's a few different types of film that have a, a, some interesting effects, and I'd like to try that. Out. And that's what's cool about film, like the analog piece like how it itself looks different but i noticed in a lot of ways i really like to to scan it and then adjust it or edit it or kind of bring out the different pieces of it anyway so there's so mm. many film types that would come up that i don't really feel like it's necessary for me to to need like if, like triax i think that's the black and white film stock from kodak oh, so it's like right. we that's what i remember shooting on when i was like in this little film or or photo club back in high school where we had to develop our own film. We had to, we had to go out and buy a roll of Tri-X 400 because that's what our processing chemicals were for. And so we had to get that and then put it in our film and then run through and shoot a roll of film and then go ahead and get it or bring it to the darkroom and then develop it ourselves. And we just would really don't have to do anything like that. And we could go ahead and make black and white conversions after we scan the image
1: yeah. In a I really way
0: that would probably be better for us or better for the photo anyway.
1: Yeah. I really prefer having a color copy. Yeah. Anyway, cause you can make anything black and white. You can't just make it colored.
0: Yeah. That's, I feel
1: like you could lose something.
0: Yeah. I kind of think about the film photography side of it. Now after shooting with digital for a long time, I was like trying to get a raw image. Like you're trying to get a, just a really good source image. And then you can work on that and make it something different from there. Or if you want to make it black and white, you can. Or if you want to add or edit the photo or add adjustments to the photo, you can do that. And you don't have to worry about the film stock itself being the thing to add contrast or saturation to the photo.
1: Right. Like
0: maybe you would have in the past. If you wanted to get a saturated photo, you'd have to use film processing techniques or tricks. To try and get that extra saturation or contrast look in your photo, but now, and I'm happy to do this now we can take our high quality files and then kind of render them out to the way that we want them to look. It's really cool
1: it is it's nicer not having to do uh not having to do that uh manually
0: yeah yeah it's it's a lot better. I was going to talk to you about um your new year's resolutions, but not really resolutions, but just uh like little ideas or creative goals that you have for for the year 2016 Uh, it's a new one the first the one that I have is going to be consistency I think that's and it it probably would spread out beyond uh, art and photography and little little creative projects but I think probably to the podcast that's where consistency should probably Mm -hmm. be added Um, but consistency I think is is the big goal or kind of the theme of the goal that I have for this year
1: that's a good goal I uh, I think I'll Include myself in having that goal, also.
0: Yeah, I, I, go ahead.
1: Uh, I was just gonna say, uh, and I have some specific photos that I want to be trying to get these next couple months that are in my list of goals. But
0: yeah, well, well, I was thinking about consistency, like uh, what, like trying to do things or trying to have repeated goals that happen throughout the year, mm-hmm. and that kind of continue to happen for a long time. And I was talking to you earlier how we're good at being busy a lot of the time, but maybe not like as effective sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, But so, yeah, I want to try and be a little more consistent. So I want to try and get like the podcast done and complete, you know, in a more more consistent way. And then as photos go and what I was thinking about for last year, 2015, when I first got that F4, I was putting in like a roll a week. Um, at least, you know, and so I'd I'd be able to shoot through it and I probably have slowed down. I've slowed down with like how much film I shoot since, uh, like the beginning of November, I think. Um, and so I think that's where consistency comes in back to that, where I want to have the film camera with me more. And I want to be able to take pictures more often and be able to finish the the roller as like my project for the week and consistently get through the, like a whole roll of film of photos that I'd want to have by the end of the week.
1: That's a good goal. I want to be trying to do something like that. It seems like
0: it's good.
1: It seems hard, which is funny because it's only twenty-four photos, thirty-six photos, depending on the role. Yeah, but it's good motivation to be doing more things during the week, doing more visually interesting things during the week.
0: Yeah, it's tough because I, I understand it's like it's just not part of the schedule, and it's pretty pretty terrible environmentally out a lot of the time so there's mm-hmm. not a lot of like cool photo opportunities that come up often but that's where I want to try and award ourselves those opportunities throughout the year more like yeah. I want to go out with I want to start doing the like some outdoor trips like up in, up in the mountains I want to try and take off a little further this year and we should try and get up into the Cascades and um, and go snowshoeing like what we talked about yeah. in the past before I think that'll, that'll be a lot of fun when we start doing that I'd like to go really soon too That'd be fun. Um, we should put those new winter jackets to use, our big raincoats, and try yes. and go on some cool winter hikes and some cool like photo walks and stuff. That'd be cool. I don't know what a photo walk means, but we should go out and do some intentional <laughs> picture taking. I know a lot of times we kind of get to a spot and uh, it takes a little while before we have a lot of time to like sets or just kind of be mellow and try mm-hmm. out different photos. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: And that's the thing about film that I want to try and change this year too and what we had talked about a little bit at the beginning of, or at the middle of the year, you know, is, uh, is getting a little bit less precious with film or getting a little bit less right. concerned, like just being being more ready to take more photos or to kind of relax into it and take photos and then figure out After you take that photo, what other photo you want to take? I feel like that's going to be more important. There's there's more photos out there that we're not taking, Mm -hmm. or that I'm not taking that I want to try and and get to, and or I just want to if I find the good thing that I finally want to take a picture of, because I'm pretty selective about what I want to pick, what I want to shoot. Mm -hmm. But once I do find that one thing, I should try and shoot that three times or four times. I should try and do a couple variations on. Yeah. what I'm trying to take the picture of. Or have at least for for myself, for backup, technically, I want to have like four different variants if one is blurry, which has happened before, if one little piece is out of focus. I've had that where I had a picture that I really liked, but this one little piece was was missed. And then I just don't get it, you know, because it's the only version of that that I that's took. That's only one. Yeah, on the film camera at that time. So, And then there's other times where I save myself. Like there's a picture of... Uh, some, like, I think it was headphones that I was taking a photo of, and I missed the focus just by a little bit. And then I, I reshot it one more time, and I got the focus right. And so I had the picture, or I was really fortunate that I still had that, the, yeah. the image that I had needed. Um, and I didn't have to worry about, you know, having to deal with it again or having to try and edit out or sh- sharpen some fuzzy spot in the picture.
1: Yeah, that's always trouble. I don't like having to do that. Yeah,
0: I don't want to do too much of that, um, but but yeah, I'm excited to try and do more consistent shooting of like film stuff throughout the year. Ooh, our heater's going off. So loud! Sounds like someone like hammer. hammering on the pipes in the background. <laughs> There's a blacksmith in our bathroom.
1: Oh. No. <laughs> um. Yeah. Kind of like uh, you were talking about earlier this evening uh, with consistency and just having your camera on you more. I think that's a really good oh, idea. Yeah, yeah. That's something I want to be trying to do again. Because I used to just have my camera in my car. If I was going somewhere, my camera was going with me.
0: Yeah, I think and it's going to. I
1: want to be back in that habit because I was taking more pictures because yeah. I could.
0: Yeah, and I think mine's going to jump back into my standard carrying with me stuff.
1: Yeah, I think it's a really good idea. I see a lot of pictures that i don't take because i don't have my camera and yeah you just miss
0: it yeah i understand and i think yeah that's a big part of it that i want to have the camera with me all the time i think i'm going to throw it in my uh my ammo can from here on out like uh, I'll that's a, a good idea. Film camera in there does that fit in there Uh yeah i'll make that. some space for it yeah i, I need to kind of resort it a little bit but yeah i should i should put the put the camera in there and have a few other things in there. But uh, but yeah, I want to try and just have the camera with me more often, you know, just a camera and, and one lens, um, but something that I can take pictures with at any time. Um, but I do want to dive in more too. I think that's a big thing that I need to do more in 2015 is, uh, is work kind of like a six day week. Yeah, um, where, work you know, on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Rest you just, just get up on Saturday, like a work day and you go out and we would just do cool, fun for us stuff. Yeah. Um, but kind of in a challenging way. You know, right. like in an ag- ag- aggressive way, you know, of trying to get to something.
1: Yeah, having um, a list of goals that we're fulfilling in that day.
0: Yeah, but good stuff. You know, we're just, yeah. we're just driving out and taking pictures of Mount Jefferson in the snow or something. Right. And we're just, but we're just going to do it. Right. And that's good because we should be doing that. We should go out and make photos. I mean...
1: That's what I want to do with my weekends.
0: Like we talked about, too, it, you know, every time we did go out to take photos... We have, we have photos from each time we did, you know, we we have good photos that we pulled from it. We produce something each time. Yeah, it's true. So it's not like we really ever ran out of it. And there's probably a lot of other cool trips and places and, you know, stuff to do that we can, we can get photos of.
1: I think, uh, I think you're right. Yeah. I think the, the biggest hang up left for me with film now is, uh, is really just the cost of it. Yeah getting paying for the film and then getting it processed
0: yeah the uh, film processing is going to be more expensive this year for but, us yeah,
1: and now that we don't yeah.
0: have an easy one hour photo yeah, um, system to, to get things produced with it's going to be a lot more difficult i think that send out is going to be interesting to get used to um, be weird. it might be kind of a damper on me to do some of that
1: maybe is there a is there a place in portland still that processes yeah. film yeah there are places in
0: portland but that would just be send out for us
1: well what i mean is like we can schedule an afternoon in portland
0: oh well we could but i mean but they'll they'll take the send out yeah okay yeah i get you what you're saying yeah
1: i mean if we want to go somewhere and have it processed that day and pick it up that day
0: oh yeah yeah i see what you're saying yeah
1: and then we also go to portland
0: yeah it'd be cool yeah, we should find out if there's places up there that do that. I don't know what uh, or how they have things uh, set up.
1: I don't either. I feel like if there is a place left in Oregon that processes film, Portland should be the
0: place. There were, I think, there were two studios up there, and then, but still, kind of what I understand with them is, do they still send out to I think even in Portland, you you kind of like mail them your oh. your because th- one hour photo is sort of a novelty. Of the supermarket era, yeah, it wasn't really film processing, yeah. Or I bet maybe they, that's wrong.
1: Well, they should be able to do it in the same day, though. Or yeah,
0: yeah, they they probably do. I bet they they might have a like a front facing thing. I don't know what they have. But what if they take in like you know a bunch of orders throughout the whole week and they just sort of process them first come first serve, yeah, sort of a thing. I don't know how that works, or I just don't know how that goes for them. Um,
1: I don't know. You know we should find a, out
0: in a little print shop figure but,
1: out.
0: yeah it'd be really cool we should find out um, how that works I think we can get the archival or or just the, the negatives processed and then give them back to us in a pretty yeah. short amount of time and then we can do our own scans That's still what here I want. and I know they do scans um, and they do higher quality scans a lot of these like small shops that you send mm-hmm. stuff out to they do a nice set of scans for you but I think it's a good bit more money even on top of the more <laughs> money it already is to have them process your film yeah um, so you're looking at like $30 a roll or something uh, by the time they get done with it. I can't do it. Yeah, that'd be nonsense right for now, us. anyway. Yeah. Well, no good for us.
1: When the software on it is uh, all set up right and it's working well, our scanner is really good. Oh,
0: yeah. It is really it's good. great. I think The uh,
1: cameras are good. The film is good. It all just looks really good and comes out well.
0: Yeah. We should really dig into the scanner more this year uh, because there's a lot of a lot of stuff I think in it that we haven't really been taking advantage of even throughout this whole last year. Um, And it's just sort of that thing that it's sort of on the learning curve of getting used to
1: some other software just,
0: or, well, not even, not even like the simple side of it, like the software side of it, but just as like, you're getting better at at archiving stuff, you know, like mm -hmm. laying things out and like sort of the process of how you do stuff. Um, There's better, there's better things we can do. Um, I think format-wise, there's some other options that we have out there. Um, I think there's like a 48-bit raw scan that it can do. I just don't understand how I I use it yet. That's the part that's been kind of, or I don't understand what extra I get from it. It seems like a humongous file.
1: That's what it sounds like. It
0: just doesn't seem like it's all like an image file. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that like 220 megabytes is going into the scan of this image. Because it doesn't really act like it it doesn't act like there's a ton you know it doesn't have just a ton of extra data in it that I can work with it still mm-hmm. seems like a like a bad JPEG but it's just 220 megabytes now I mean it's not huge it's not like a big pixel dimension it's just supposed to be depth or data I don't know what it is or just a weird format but there's more to it that I don't understand yet um, that we should try and figure out this year it'd be cool and we could probably get a lot of, a lot of good stuff done with it
1: yeah, I think you're right. It sounds like there's a, there's still a lot more that we can do with it.
0: Yeah, the other thing I want to do with it is, the, um, so you remember how we switched halfway through 2015 to the, the Silverfast software, that other film scanning software I that, do remember that, that did that color stuff that was a lot better? Mm-hmm. It was just more balanced for, um, for what the scanner was actually doing?
1: It was much better.
0: Yeah, and so we have all those old rolls of film, they go oh, way yeah. back, even to the stuff True. that was the original scan from the one-hour Photoshop that was, that was scanned and put onto a CD as a JPEG. Those are the only versions of those photos that have ever existed or been edited. And so it'd be really cool, like we've talked about in the past. We should go back through those and scan.
1: Yeah, rescan all the old films. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. More current files
0: yeah that's what I'd like to do is is scan through a lot of that stuff a lot of the stuff through like our trip in 2012 through California and Yosemite and the Sierra Nevada's yeah. all that stuff that we have on film that could be rescanned and uh, the stuff from like the summers after that in the Wallawas. there's some photos from the Wallawas that I want to Get again, yeah. I'm, I have the smaller digital file out there somewhere, but I don't. I don't even see that often in, in common rotation in my photos. But I want to. I want to rescan it and then re-edit it. I think it'd be cool to see again.
1: I think that'd be really cool too. I have a. I have a number of old rolls that I think would be really fun to get. Yeah. Nicer, higher quality, bigger files.
0: Yeah, we should try and have. get yeah some bigger files. We we should take like one of these hard drives, or we should take like the four terabyte that we've got and set it up as uh Or we can just set up a folder on it and then just load in an archive of all these really big big files or yeah. photo files onto it, so we have like a backup of all uh, of our film stuff that we've done and have like a big like a big file backup for it that's a tough thing, yeah. so I got this Macbook with the hundred and twenty eight gig hard drive. Right now, it's probably it's probably maxed out. You want to do Illustrator stuff on it? I think it's maxed out right now, so I <laughs> got to sort it out. But um, so that's always kind of a pain, and it's it's more and more of a pain now that we're getting more and more into the future, where all of these file sizes are getting bigger. So oh, yeah. the file sizes for my film scanner, those are big. Those are in like the twenty, thirty megabyte range, and then now that I'm kind of considering. Moving up in DSLRs and when I use your D7000 versus my D2H from from 2003, I see on my D2H a 4.3 megapixel, or excuse me, a 4.3 megabyte file size on average for most raw photos. And then on yours, I see like a 16 or 18 or 22 megabyte per each raw image file. And it's like so much more space. It's and so: difference. Yeah, and so with a huge number of I mean, if you think about it, film is really very conservative because there's only 24, 36, 22 or 33 megabyte files per roll, you know, if you think about it that way. Mm-hmm. But on digital, with how liberally you shoot, or with how, how many photos you might take on a digital camera, or just with how much work you might have to do, you're going to have just huge like gigabytes on gigabytes on gigabytes full of photos in your photo library, that might be things that you just never really take advantage of or use.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Be really strange. Um, So I guess uh, it'd just be part of like file management stuff that we'd have to get used to, but I'm trying to get better at file management stuff throughout the year. So once we do like all of our archival stuff for um, the film negatives that we have, I have this like big drawer right here that are full of film negatives. And so I need to go through and get those scanned up. And then uh, we should try and like file them away, or file them into a, a like a more structured archival system, you know. And, like and then get that backed up. So last year I spent a lot of time with my hard drive trying to get all of my photo library backed up for the last decade or so. Have you done much of that yet?
1: I really need to move my files over onto, or what I need to do is have everything on one external hard drive. That's a a New Year's resolution or goal of mine is getting all my my archival stuff in order. Yeah. For the most part, everything's backed up and all together, but I have a couple folders that are different places. Yeah.
0: It doesn't ever really stay together either. And then year over year over year, whatever you figure out this year is like three years old. Mm -hmm. That's what's happened to me. Like, I have a backup too, but it was from 2012. So it's like pretty different now than what I need. Um, So, yeah, it's tough. And you have to do it like all the time Mm -hmm. or, you know, just every month it kind of evolves. Um, I need to do the same thing. I've kind of cleaned out the hard drives and I've sorted it out for everything, you know, before this year and for probably most of this year. But even still with that, it's kind of messy or it's just hard to keep it all organized and straight and then have it build on itself. Have it like the... I guess like a database, but it's not even dead. It's not a database, but just have a file system that kind of grows on itself and that kind of keeps everything set. I try to use Lightroom for a long time. I'm going to continue using Lightroom, and it's like filing system and the filing that it does of the original image folder in your pictures or in whatever library folder you select on your hard drive. You know, what I'm talking about when you import yeah, it in Lightroom, it like it'll drop it into pictures and then by date. Or, yeah, by, like, month and by date. And it works really well. I appreciate that uh, that it kind of structures out how the imports of all the photos go. Um, but I need to be more concerned also about, like, the exports and, like, where a lot of those files are too. But they just kind of always get jumbled around into, like, documents and web documents and things on my website, things in Google Drive, and so it's always kind of all over the place. But... I don't know, more stuff and more uh, kind of cleanup resolutions for uh, 2016. But that'll be the end of this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast for Marina. Uh, you can say, hey, how you doing, Marina? Thanks for joining hey. me for this podcast.
1: Hey, Billy. Thanks for having me on your podcast.
0: Yeah, for Marina Hansen. My name is Billy Newman, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast.